0: Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. As always, I'm the chosen undead, Michael, and I'm joined once again by the primordial serpent king seeker, Matthew, ah. and a beast watcher with a cool dog, it's Adrian. Yep, yep. Why do you get to be Artorius? Because I'm the best. Okay. <laughs> prove prove <laughs> yes. me wrong. You, you are the best. And I guess I, I'll, I'm happy with the chosen. You're the main character You slay me, you you literally defeat me And his dog That's true. And your dog If you haven't guessed yet by the title or by what we're talking about We have for the past fortnight Been playing Dark Souls Adrian and Matt have been playing Dark Souls Remastered on the Switch Whereas I've just been playing Dark Souls The original one on Steam And that's one of my questions coming up later in the podcast Is there any difference? But before we get into that Here's the news.
1: Alrighty, so I did a quick stream after we watched the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate uh, trailer. Now I don't know how much we want to talk about it because apparently a lot of people care about spoilers. But I'm just gonna say real quickly that in a match with eight players, there can be Undecillion, or undercilian. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Undercilian. Yeah, that one. There can be that many permutations in an 8 player match which is they if you played if you went to play every single match the heat death of the universe
2: would arrive before you would finish the game so yeah that's cool. eight, well that's what, eight, how many characters are there like 79 or something uh predicted is 82 so 82 times 82 to the power of 8
1: yeah yes and there are a few other statistics
0: so is this to do with this is how many matchups there are in an eight-player match? So in an eight-player match, based on seventy-four, are you going with seventy-four? Right, ha- or? Hang on. So
1: if you don't want Smash Bros. Ultimate uh, spoilies, skip about thirty seconds. All right. So you can. There are going to be eighty-two characters because there's seventy. No, that's yeah. If you're including Echo Fighters, you get seven Echoes, uh, five DLC, and then 70... Did you
2: also include Pirani?
1: Yes. 70... uh, He is the 70th. uh, And then with Spirits, it is something along the lines of 300 and something uh, times four. And that's times together, then to the power of eight, uh, then times 100 because of the number of stages... Oh, you're
2: including spirits. I don't know if that counts. Spirits don't count. No, spirits count.
1: Say- that's a permutation. That's what I'm uh,
2: saying. Yeah, no.
0: will spirits be used in Noble PvP combat? or only in the spirits mode?
1: No, it's in PvP. Okay.
2: You have to set up specifically to have spirits on/off. I, I-, oh, I- right. I'm always saying spirits off because cool. It's it's kind of like the 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 old system of like gear or whatever where you could change your abilities. Cool, but I don't know. I like. I like this game when it's like this is the move set and now you fight.
1: Yeah, it's it's alright, but I like it's the same thing with items. Like I prefer items on because they just make it a little bit more interesting. They make it a little bit more three D instead of just this is the guy. It's like, um, I guess it throws a little bit of RNG into the mix, which I like because when I fight Adrian, the result is Adrian wins unless. I get an item at the right time, and even then, Adrian still wins.
2: We'll see you guys.
1: But luckily, guys yeah, we, can, above, we can. nerf you. You can nerf individuals. So we're going
2: to. We are you. not. You are not starting by nerfing me. We ha- you are we have to dropping your game. damage output. We are raising our own.
0: No, this is unacceptable. You we're need to give us a chance. Fresh. No, you need to give us we a start, chance, Adrian.
1: We start on
0: a And after one game, you will go down, and we will go up. <laughs> but, but we then, will all start at zero. <laughs>
1: Remember that time for my birthday, you wanted to do this. this is, thing? You,
2: you did this to yourself. You did this to yourself.
1: Remember my birthday. You said, "Oh, if you beat me, you get my present." No, and, that and is, you were you were gonna try
2: to lose, and then
1: no, that is uh, not what happened. You ended up winning.
2: You, no, this is specifically okay. No, nah, that you was you it trying up, so, to lose. No, this is this is what happened. I said because you were bragging. This is when Amiibos were announced, and you collected all of them, and you're like, "My Amiibos." Are better than your like your one. I have, just have a link amoeba that I was training, and I was like, okay, okay. So I said, I'm like, P- choose your fighter. Your fighter will choose my link, and if you win, you get your present. And then you, like a fool, were like, I choose to fight your link, and then my link beat you. <laughs> so that you got shot on yourself. Good times. Good times, though. I love Smash Brothers. I can't wait. Some other news some people can't wait for, or I suppose a release instead, is the PlayStation Classic,
0: which got its, uh, I like to say, set list announced. And you know what? I was looking forward to the PlayStation Classic, and now it's a big pass from me.
2: What's mm. it,
0: Can I ask, like,
2: what's it missing for you? It's actually missing some things that... are Okay, for Michael, I don't know, but it's f- across the board, it's missing some, some important things. Like, no... Um, tomb raider and that's like a staple no crash which okay i get but also no spyro like there's a lot of like big ones missing well,
1: i suppose they like if you want to play crash or spyro you do it with the remaster
2: well some it's people probably the their train of, yeah, I, but
1: their train of thought is probably that because the remasters are specifically made to mechanically be the same as the originals.
0: I was already accounting for that and I'm still not happy because um it needed it I needed to see Crash Team Racing there because mm. as it currently stands we we don't even know if that will ever be remastered that was like the kart game. Like Twisted Metal is good, but it's a it's a different beast. You need a classic kart racer in there you needed crash on there and that was the way in and they they skipped on it and so it was like that long loan can throw it off maybe crash team
2: racing not being on there is specifically like a a slight like it's coming in another form like yeah, maybe they, they, hopefully they,
1: they should just straight up do crash team racing to build it up as if the hype still existed uh <laughs> And make a whole new thing that actually competes with like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, because you consider if they re-release Crash Team Racing, it would be like, oh yeah, that's nice. And even if it was all brand new textures, you'd still be like, yeah, that's cool. But it wouldn't be taken as seriously. But if they were like whole new, whole new racing game, this is gonna, this is gonna blow people's minds. That's what they need to do. I'm just saying, that's my two cents. I'll back away from the PlayStation Classic. I'm sorry.
2: I don't. I probably won't pick it up. I'm. I don't have any nostalgia for the PlayStation, but I'm sure there are plenty who will.
0: I'm thinking of games like Croc. Croc yeah, didn't make that's it on there. One.
1: Uh, see, I've never played Final Fantasy VII, Grand Theft Auto, Metal Gear Solid, uh, Oddworld, Raymond, Resident Evil. I've n- never played these, so I'm thinking: Do I get it so that I can play them? Like,
2: well, there's. I mean, it's if it's only like a select portion and you're not getting it for nostalgia, maybe not. Because things like Abe's Odyssey have been remastered and remade from the top down, even. So there's other ways to play them. Resident as a Evil kid, as well. I didn't
0: like Abe's Odyssey, so I don't have the same connection to it that other people do. I was sort of a weird, very hard game as a kid. I was a child during the era of the PlayStation 1. And you never grew up, you're still a child. Thank you.
1: I just for the most part, uh my PlayStation One days were playing a uh bootleg copy of a Harvest Moon 64 that was bootlegged to play on a PlayStation. So that was that was my PlayStation One days. <laughs>
2: Mine I played was... a lot of
0: Disney uh games. Disney's Hercules on Playstation.
2: Oh, yeah. Mwah. Yeah, that didn't show up. That sh- shouldn't have that shown up. Surely that was that's a popular game. Like, yeah,
1: but Disney probably wouldn't want to give it out. Yeah, that's true. You had yeah. your chance. You didn't make us millions with it.
2: Well, not making millions is a theme that might come across in this next piece of news Ooh. because some people are disappointed with the screen test that was revealed for Henry Cavill Cavill as Geralt. Have you guys seen this? What are your thoughts? Why would you do that? <laughs> I just don't. Know. So a lot of people are saying,
1: like, I understand that because a lot of people are saying a lot of people are defending it saying this isn't the final product but when yes, people are good. already like mm, i don't know henry cavill i watched you know batman versus superman and i didn't like it like i personally did i'm saying majority of people didn't like it didn't like henry cavill's acting as one of the main points and then so it's like oh rickety bridge here uh you know what we should do to hype people up let's Throw a wig on him, put him in a black room, uh, and have him do nothing. Uh, and I'm sure that will garner yeah. all the fans'
2: uh, respect.
1: Like, Surely you should
2: be showing like the finish, finished finished yeah, product rather do the than maker. the test.
1: Do like get contacts in. That was someone like on the Reddit. It was it was like written in burning letters, like. His eyes, he needs contacts. Like,
2: yeah, what's going needs on? Yeah, he the cat eyes. You literally. can see
1: the line of the wig and his actual hair. Like, you can see black hair poking through. Um, for people who follow the stream, my stream specifically, which is no one, <laughs> I finished Witcher 2. So I'm excited for oh, it. Oh, you did it. Yeah, I finished Witcher 2, on to Witcher 3 Excellent. at some point.
2: Well, here's the thing, right? Because I d- I don't mind it. I personally, because my only vision of The Witcher is from the Witcher series, uh, kind of disappointed that there was no beard or anything. I was like expecting like a grizzle grizzly, yeah. grizzly uh, Geralt. You know but... who he
1: looks like? To be... <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I reckon because of his jawline, he just looks like a very like old because of the hair. Tommy was there, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, that's that's scarily accurate.
1: You're tearing me apart, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I'm I'm interested to see how this goes because I want to like it because the other series they made of it was not good. It was also Polish,
0: so we'll we'll see how that how that goes down. I've heard that he doesn't have the beard because this will be a younger Geralt than the games covered.
2: Yeah, well, the games are, are beyond the books, even. so, And I believe the series is based on the books. So, yeah, but that doesn't mean he can't have a beard. Just because someone's younger doesn't mean they don't have a
0: beard. Yeah, and like... If but it, it might be their good, way of portraying it.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. Maybe you do flashbacks, because, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't read any of the books, so... Um, but I'm definitely interested. And if you want to have faith in Henry Cavill... Um, I haven't done this yet, but I've been told to uh watch uh what is it man from uncle um is he good in the man from uncle apparently he's really good in it and also the new mission impossible yeah that's like, what I heard. basically they said you should try watching a movie that he's not superman and he's a really <laughs> good actor and then you'll trust him so let's all do that together so that's kind can of like, like it chris
0: pumped. Hemsworth. yeah it's like <laughs> we've really only seen him as thor i saw him in a different film for like the first time in bad times of the El Royale and he's very good we we may be judging poor old Henry too harshly because of Superman
1: because the one like there's one thing that has had so much um like everybody's seen it everybody's like at least seen Man of Steel or, mm. because Superman's such a big thing and so everybody's seen that
0: and with the screen tests, they might have been thinking, because recently we had Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, they showed his screen test, mm. and people were like, "Oh, I'm down for this. Like, that wasn't bizarre, it didn't put people off, and they were even like, oh, that might not be his final makeup, and people were like, oh yeah, this looks cool. So, they probably thought it was going to be a good idea, and it's instead kind of backfired.
2: Well, video game fans and, and uh, book fans are pretty rabid, so... Uh, I'm not surprised that they're like, this isn't immediately what I thought it was. But
0: you know who uh, Henry Cavill Geralt really looks like?
2: Who's that? The crossbreed Priscilla. <laughs> <Real>? uh What? <laughs> White hair. <That laughs> I'm trying beautiful. to segue. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. uh,
2: just like the ladies out there love uh, Henry Cavill as Geralt, the men love crossbreed Priscilla.
1: Wow, this is a reference I don't get because I didn't get to that part of the game. Wow. But before we get... We're getting, we're going too hard. We're not talking about the game yet because right now I want to talk about the next game. I want to get you all pumped for the next Echo episode. Is going to be me. I'm going to be convincing Adrian and Michael and I'm going to be convincing all of you. Call of Cthulhu. Is it like I'm going to try argue for it because i think the sinking city has had a better um marketing team behind it <laughs> so i'm gonna be trying to convince you all to play it or maybe i'll be convincing you all not to play it i don't know i have
2: finally seen some ads for it on like twitch and stuff um whereas like i've been thinking i've been seeing sinking city stuff for ages so i'm curious to see what your thoughts is on yeah. this call of cthulhu game because i think this one's an official like up like the yep
1: it is by Chaosism.
2: C-O-C-R-P-G.
1: Yep. Uh, but that's the next Echo episode in a week. Uh, but the next proper episode in a fortnight is Spider-Man and specifically the Heist DLC. That's kind of why we're doing it then instead of when it came out. So get excited for that. I know I am excited to do New Game Plus.
2: I'm excited to play this because you guys talked it up. You guys played it on release. You talked up how great it is. Uh, and I was like, yeah, man, I actually, I, I love Spider-Man. He's one of my favorite. Oh, dang.
1: Now your expectations are too high. No, That's but the crap. thing is, it's like, crap. it
2: faded out of existence, so I forgot about, it, like, everything and kind of what might have, like, come up as spoilers or whatever. So I'm, I, it's almost like I have a fresh going into it. So I'm excited. I'm excited.
1: Good, good. Uh, and then finally, just before we get to Dark Souls, I'd like to say to please subscribe and rate if, if you like us because I've been thinking... When I listen to a podcast and they say, hey, can you review us? I always think, well, someone else is going to do it. But we're actually pretty small. And so if you like us, don't assume that someone else is going to review us. Like, you do it. We, Our destiny is in your hands. I believe in you.
2: Please. If you enjoy our content and want to see more, want to hear more, then reviewing is the best way to get, our, get us in front of more eyes. Exactly. Or ears, I suppose.
1: Uh yeah. If you do want us in your eyes, uh weird way to say it, uh go to <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash grindtime underscore TV, because that's where we stream.
2: We've been playing Jackbox Five every Wednesday like there's no tomorrow mad Madverse City. It's only gonna get better. I have some excellent ideas. I uh, actually and- have
1: something up my sleeve as well. But Sick. We'll,
2: I'll talk to you
1: off screen about that. Excellent. <laughs>
2: I'm looking forward. So come and join us. We also play a podcast game every, uh, every Tuesday, and Matt's like you said playing through the Witcher series every Thursday. Hopefully,
1: my my schedule's a bit wonkers, but we'll we'll get there. Otherwise, I'll probably just keep. I'll
2: do the podcast game as well. But s- speaking
1: of, that's where we're in it. This is so meta. It's crazy.
2: Are we here now? Are we in? Are we in the podcast game?
1: We're in Lordran. Where time is convoluted.
2: Beautiful. When did they actually say that? Is that in the intro, or is that someone someone say that? I'm pretty sure it is somberus says that. Solaire. Time is convoluted. Oh Solaire. I was so excited to like kind of try and do a storyline and then I accidentally hit him and then I had to kill him. You put him down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then after that I remember you can um you can have your sins forgiven, and I was like, dang it. But uh Dark Souls. Whew. Let's let's start this by saying I was introduced to Dark Souls basically by young Michael. You're welcome. And he kind of like led me through the
0: early days and then the <laughs> like master the first like a fifth of like the smallest amount of the game you could possibly lead someone through and then you surpassed <laughs> me instantly. I uh, you got me into it. You got me Hyped.
2: Like, you got me into it. You did what you needed to, which was get me into the game. And I, so I've played, what was it? I think I said like 80 hours or something. I thought you said 180
0: because I've done about 90.
2: Yeah, that might be right. Let me just check. Uh, <laughs> Dark Souls on the PC, which is where I played it. Prepared, prepared a die edition, 180 hours.
0: There you go. Which
2: honestly is actually nothing compared to the 356 hours of Dark Souls 2. <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> Uh, but, as you can tell, I love this game, and I was super hyped. I got the Solaire Amiibo. I actually also... <laughs> Remember the Dark Souls board game? That was a Kickstarter? Yes. We tried uh, playing once. Yeah, we tried playing once. So, I have the game, but also I ordered a bunch of expansions at the same time, and they finally arrived like the other day, which is perfect timing. And I don't want to take them out of the box, because they're beautiful. I have like a Black Dragon Calamite one uh Artorias one etc gaping dragon even like nice big like uh, gaming little figurines I love I love Dark Souls I
1: this is the furthest I've gotten into the game I feel like out of all three of us I'm the newest into it and I love Dark Souls too. Uh, as in Dark Souls as well I've not played Dark Souls 2 I have played Dark Souls 3, which I finished. I was trying to look up my hours, but I couldn't find it. Um, so this is just a chain of Michael showing us <laughs> this game.
2: It ha- It's happened a few times. I think Monster Hunter as well. I've now surpassed oh, yeah, you that's... guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt laughs, but he refuses to play any of it.
1: That's because I'm not playing the one on the Switch.
2: I know. That's, and that's what I'm saying. I will buy like, every preference. Monster Hunter now and play it. Um. Doesn't mean your skills beautiful. are better. Anyway, uh, please. <laughs> let's let's talk please. about.
1: Can we talk about this game, please?
2: <laughs> yes, this game. Uh. All right. What do you got to say? I, I have lots to say. So you guys bring it up, and I'll just make comments as we Dark go.
0: Souls One is like a new shoe. Okay. When you pick up Dark Souls One for the first time, it is you know it's a bit uncomfortable. You've really got to wear it in, but once you've worn it in. Putting it back on eight years later is like putting on an old friend. (laughs) What? (laughs) Once you get it, once you're into it, once you're into this shoe, this uncomfortable like you might not have encountered this as much. It's quite common with like footy shoes. If you get some new like sports shoes, right? They're quite uncomfortable to begin with. They're super stiff. But as you run in them, they just become just a part of you. And picking this back up after all these years, I'm like I'm left thinking that this this is still my favorite one even though I know 2 and 3 play better. This is still the best one. Are we
2: talking about are we including things like Bloodborne and Demon Souls as well into this? Haven't
0: played Demon Souls. I was even going to say that I think this is the game that showed everyone the Souls like because Demon yeah. Souls I heard of it in rumors and whispers. Yeah. And it was this like I my uncle had to order it from the US. You couldn't get it in Australia originally. Yeah. It was, it was more like, of Ooh. a cult hit
2: and then yeah. that proved that it can be popular, and then Dark Souls popularized the formula. And then yeah,
0: this is the best one. Even like, I prefer this to Bloodborne. I know for a fact. It's not like I'm not saying it's it's objectively better because I know for a fact, and I like the game feel. At least I like the controls of say a Dark Souls Three, um, but this one is still better overall. This one still comes out on top.
1: I I think I know why. It's because this Dark Souls one has the most amazing world, like, and you could get, okay, well, two and three must do as well. But I don't just mean the universe, which is awesome. I mean the map as well. Like, I have heard that two and three, well, I've heard that two and I know that three isn't as interconnected as Dark Souls 1. Like, it's just so crazy how kind of vertically crisscrossy this map is. And it just makes this game feel so different to all the other
2: ones. I think the perfect example is like the shortcut from the Undead Parish back to Firelink Shrine. You've gone like, you left up a staircase through like some water, and you've gone all the way through Undeadburg, and then you have to go through like underneath that kind of area. You go like through the parish. Under that
1: bridge that you just went over.
2: And then, like, all the way around. And, like, you've forgotten about Firelink Shrine at this point. And then you finally go down the elevator. You you, you cross. You keep kill the knights, whatever. And you go down the elevator. You're like, where am I going? It's going to be so cool. And then you end up back in Firelink. And you're like, oh, damn. No. That's sick. Yeah, I, I agree. The world here is really... The world, like, map is beautiful. Like, really good. And... I think that does extend to the like universe and the story as well. But I do have a bone to pick with the story in that. So I was playing it through. And I've when I played this many years ago, I was in... the story was embedded in my head. I watched all the Vardy Vidya uh, content about it. He's prepared to cry and kind of absorbed all the knowledge. And it slowly leaked out of my brain over the years because I picked it up again. And I was like... Playing with my partner, I was trying to like explain, like, oh, so this person is this one. Uh, you know, like, she's like, Who, who are you? I'm like, Are oh, you the chosen undead? You just kind of chosen to fix it. Then you come across the first guy, I think his name is Oscar or something. And she's like, Who's this? I'm like, Oh, he's like helping you out. Why is he? Yeah. And I was like, He was supposed to be you, but not you. And then I was explaining all these things. And it went for the whole thing. I was like, Oh, what. Like, the Witch of Izalith, what is, who were her daughters? What's the Ceaseless Discharge? And it's like, I I, va- like, I vaguely know things, but only because I've been told by another source. And this story has really good, intricate characters that interconnect. Um, and, like, there's even lore behind, like, the damage they do and the damage they take. But it's just not easily accessible, and... Even I, even though I knew these things many years ago, it wasn't like the game prompted me to remember them. I had to kind of go. I think, I think that's what it was. Like there was no. The story is what I'm trying to say is the story is amazing and really cool, especially because you get to you get to fight these, um, amazing like legendary characters kind of thing. But it's not, it's not easy to.
1: It's not easily accessible. Yeah. You have to read through all the item descriptions, which is easier because you can, like, item descriptions appear in loading screens, but who's going to read that?
0: It's almost like if you were Kratos, but, but, like, later. Like, as Kratos, you get to encounter all the great gods and heroes and like Kratos is aware of the mythology and the gods means mean something to him. Imagine if you were Kratos, but it's been like hundreds of years since anyone even talked about the gods. Yeah. Like you are this hero of a world the world has forgotten. Like yeah. like no one really knows the story anymore. Guys like Solaire, who you meet and who are on the same quest as you he stands out as being one of the few who actually who actually knows what's going on. Everyone else only knows through whispers like you do as the player so it's 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 a good technique in that regard that you're in this world where that time has forgotten, that memory has forgotten, and you kind of learn as you go. but you learn so little <laughs> unless you dive deeper than the Mar- mariana trench
1: <laughs> here's my problem is that okay there's one thing to do that with the story but i feel like it you even have to put on that scuba gear just to figure out what to do next like there's yeah a,
2: there definitely can be some of that
1: there's a point where you need to talk to the primordial serpent and where is he I don't know. No one knows. The only way that I figured out where to go was because uh, I heard some snoring and I figured like, that's probably how other people figured out, but I heard snoring and then someone said, oh, that's someone else, someone like slimier or something like that. Uh, And I've seen, you know, Dark Souls Abridged, hilarious, or Dark Souls in summary, I think it's called. It's hilarious. So I vaguely knew of the Primordial Serpents. And so I was like, is that what they mean? And I'm trying to do stuff. I like beat, uh, I think I beat Sif. And then I went back and um, I'm like, what am I doing now? Like every, there's nowhere else I can go. I've I've done laps everywhere. And then I'm like, I know where I haven't been, Firelink Shrine. And then there he is. And it's like, oh, okay.
2: (laughs) Because I never went on that side of the wall. Well, here's something similar. It's like, do you know why you need to fight Sif throughout the game? Uh, do you like he's mandatory if you want to beat the game. Here's, because he drops the Crest of Atorius which you need to kill the four kings because they're in the abyss and you and if you go down there without the crest, then you die because you're in the abyss, but you need it and Sif has it, so go and get it from Sif.
1: Okay, interesting.
2: So there's a lot of that where it's like to progress this way or to do this thing, you need to kill this one boss or uh, go this one way. Uh, that said, it's also kind of a little bit open if you get the master key, which is pretty much the only starter item you should be starting with. But again, you don't know that if you're just picking it up for the first time.
1: Yeah, and I definitely recommend just playing for the first time, realizing you messed up with your stats and figure out what playstyle you want to do. And then start a new character, get the master key. That's what I did.
2: And it worked for you. It you? worked
1: so well. I went from, I got stuck at, like, I got to Town and literally couldn't kill anyone even with um, backstabs. And oh, then, okay. And then started again, got to Blighttown and was like, I don't even need to backstab now. I got a Claymore plus five. I didn't yeah. even have a plus one weapon before because I didn't have any shards or something. I can't remember.
2: I managed to finish this game in the in the two weeks on between playing other games, um, but I feel like only because I know exactly where to go for everything and I know how to min max like absolutely hardcore. Like early game, you can like run straight to the the graveyard that's behind Firelink and go get an item that will carry you through. And then I got the Drake yeah. Sword that carried me through the early game. And then eventually got like the best like dex weapon. Actually, I was lucky that someone dropped it for me on stream. They, they hopped in the game and dropped me the Great Scythe because I was going a dex build. Um, and it was nice. It was it was nice. Very nice. Um, but again, like just min-maxed it and I was chunking bosses super easily.
0: So you got the Drake Sword. So you did the... Did you do the bow and arrow trick on yes. the tail? Yeah. Have you ever fought that... No, Drake. (laughs)
2: Uh, Not without doing that first.
0: Okay,
2: I've never fought him naturally. Um, And most of the things in the game, because I know the skips, I just do them. For example, the one I showed you, Matt in Analonda, you can jump the staircase. I I have not been in the top of that level except for maybe the first time I played because I know about that skip. And there's unless I want something up there, like an item or a material. There's no point in me going up there and possibly dying and losing souls. Uh, That kind of detracts from the exploration, but when I play this game now, I'm not playing to explore because I've been everywhere. More on that later. Uh, So when I play it, it's like a different experience because I'm like, I just want to try this build or I want to try this run uh, more so than I want to
0: explore the world. (laughs) I rolled a a character because I was sort of... I didn't play it through. I was sort of picking up, so I could see different parts of the game. I was picking up old save files of different classes, messing around with them. But I ran one from the beginning because I had never had a, I'd never had a dex class because mm. I'm all about sword and board or miracles or I had like a pyromancer and a mage. So I was playing as them. But I was like, okay, I'm going to roll a thief. I'm going to... Put away the shield, and I'm going to force myself to be a Dex character because I think that has been part of my um, problem with, say, Bloodborne, which is very much about the like dodgy, dodgy, like get those iframes up. Whereas I'm all about blocking, methodical, and it was—I don't think I'd played the game like so carefree. Dark Souls, which is this really nerve-wracking game to me, and I enjoy it for that, where you're thinking the whole time, you have to like plan your attack. It, it opened up a different style of play for me, where I was just so carefree, rolling about, easy breezy cover girl, <laughs> backstabbing like there was no tomorrow, and I made it all the way past the Taurus Demon in like absolute record time i had not done like the first part of the game like that the uh asylum and then all the way to the Taurus demon with with like no deaths i think i used like four estus flasks and a humanity like i was i was untouchable I was, I was like a god. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even. You know how you can get the Taurus demon the same way that you get the Asylum demon by being up on the tower and you drop off and do the plunge attack. Yeah, yeah. I stuffed that up. But it didn't do enough damage to him. I just stood on his feet and killed him like it was nothing. And <laughs> I, I remember the first time picking up this game, just banging my head against the wall. In that beginning because there's so many different ways to play this game it really yeah. does have a great uh, play style variety that yeah, magic is kind of trash like it serves its purpose but that definitely got better as it went in the series but this one still was really open to different styles i remember my my og character was all about halberd and shield yeah turtling behind the shield and just poking yeah and and that worked beautifully but this this was something else and i was like oh i see why the other games are fun now because if you know what you're doing a dex build is it, it's a different way of playing dark souls because i've always thought of it as being this like i'm so nervous i've got to like like kite come forward like go back whereas this was like (laughs) 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 just skipping through (laughs) pretty much because of my own stupidity
1: I feel like Dex might be the way to go just hearing this and then watching Adrian play with his Dex build I was doing pure strength and I just feel like when you've got a quicker enemy um, when there's a strong and slow enemy it's fine but Dex can also deal with that by dodging out of the way but when you've got a quick enemy, like, and I was thinking this with Sif, I'm like, he's jumping from he, like, from the other side of the arena back to me. I'm trying to chug my like Estus flask. Come on! Uh, but if you're Dex, you can run away from everyone <laughs> equally.
2: Yeah, I think it's actually interesting because I watched a video recently about why Bloodborne is such a really good game. I think the YouTuber is called H Bomber Guy or something he did this like hour and a half long video and he was he brought up the fact that once you like are into bloodborne it like inoculates you for dark souls in that once you understand that you need to be aggressive and kind of carefree like michael said it it can reflect backwards into dark souls where you do kind of need to be a little aggressive and um and carefree it's just like it cuz and it's completely fine to play um, like slow and steady, but you, things flow a little better, and you don't feel as bad. At least I felt when you when you are running in and like the great scythe is great because you sprint and then if you attack, you do that really quick draw attack, which can a lot of kill people instantly a lot of times. Um, it's it's definitely interesting. Um, that said, coming from Bloodborne, I had I haven't recently played Bloodborne again. Um, the dodging is so bad. Like the dodging is blood bond's good because when you lock on, you start strafing around people when you dodge rather than rolling. Where and that's what I that's kind of what I feel like I was used to because when I was locking like this game, you have to lock on and off people at the right times because you want to. Sometimes you want to roll, like because when you're locked on, you can roll forward, left, right, or backwards. Like that's it, four directional. But when you're locked off, you can you can like move your stick in the way you want to roll, so you can kind of roll diagonally, um, which is what you have to do instead of being able to the Bloodborne dodge around people, which happens naturally. So there's a lot of times where I was getting caught out because I'm used to Bloodborne,
0: yeah, the Bloodborne um, mechanics.
2: Uh, coming back, I think, and this is a big point overall. Coming back from Bloodborne and Dark Souls Three, Dark Souls One is just. And this is the perfect term, janky.
1: Yeah, it's clunky as hell after playing those. Um, and to compare, Bloodborne just simply outranks, outranks this in every way. Like, because almost except for the map, but even then Bloodborne's map does kind of go back on itself a few times. So that even then it's still like, oh, well, it's, it's just Like, And you kind of get the story, especially if you're, like, if you're able to pick up what From Software is putting down, like, it's a lot easier with Bloodborne than Dark Souls. Like, you can get the gist with Dark Souls, but you can understand pretty much the full story with Bloodborne.
2: Well, Dark Souls, like, I've heard the comparison that Dark Souls is a game where you're experiencing someone else's story, a story that's already happened, whereas Bloodborne, you're that st- the story is happening to you. You're making the night transition. Um, while there are parts of it going like, this has already happened, most of it is like, it's happening right now. You walk in on someone transforming into a beast and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whereas Dark Souls is like, you come across certain bosses. Like, here's someone that was mentioned in the beginning of the game, but they're at the worst point in their time. So is it really that yeah. cool that you, you or, killed
1: them? He's the like grave of this really cool guy i believe it's artorius's grave i don't know where, and, where you fight sif
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah so you like here's this grave of this huge knight like he's amazing he's insane he can kill you even with his arm broken <laughs> and but he's dead he's gone it's all it's happened it's over you can fight his dog i guess
2: well that that came out as that's the dlc <laughs> that's the prepare to cry part you get to fight artorius
1: yeah um I was lied to. There was a rumour that said you could uh, not kill Sif. That was a lie.
2: Yeah, that is a lie. You have to kill Sif. Uh,
1: So if
0: we're ready to kind of move on to the grindier part of things. I would just say quickly that it's obviously a subjective thing, but Bloodborne, while a good game, was not memorable to me. And, like it, and that's your opinion that I
1: disagree with completely. like, that, but like That's, that's okay. the
0: thing. I think it is completely dependent upon...
1: Yeah. I think, to be quite honest, I reckon you would remember Bloodborne more if you got past... Uh, if you beat Rom the Vacuous Spider. If you haven't beaten... And I feel like that's probably the same with Dark Souls because I literally said to Adrian pretty much right before I defeated Onstein and Smo. I said, "I'm not gonna like. I probably won't play after we do the podcast." And then we, I got, I beat them, and now I'm like, "I want to do it."
2: Do it! You, I'll help you. I'm, <laughs> I'm done. I'll help you. Uh,
1: and then to Michael, if you still, if you still don't like it after you've beaten Rom, then I can't. But help I have. You. I, I can't help you. Then you're a lost. He's the, you're a lost cause to me.
2: I don't
0: know. He's the. He's the like the big spider that's just sitting in like white void, in a lake, a giant lake. Yeah. Well, and from I've, my
1: opinion, you're dead inside. So.
0: Like I think I've beaten. I think I've beaten the whole of the base game of Bloodborne, and I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember a lot about it. Same with Dark Souls Two. I remember more of Dark Souls Three, but Dark Souls Two, I. After the beginning part, I don't really remember too much about it. But it could be a complete failing on my part of I've played Dark Souls 1 like a lot. Yeah, multiple builds,
2: multiple runs. You remember enemy placements. I've played... Dark Souls 3 is probably the one I remember least, but Dark Souls 1 I remembered essentially to a T. Um, There was a very few points where I was like, oh, actually, I don't remember where I'm going here. Most of the time I was running straight to where I need to go. Bloodborne as well like I know like almost every enemy placement not like off the top of my head but I can feel it out like when I'm in the space I'm like oh yeah this is where I must have got attacked at that time <laughs> Bloodborne
0: has a f- has a feel in my memory at least of a very uh, very similar um, world build you know everywhere yeah. looks the same whereas this particular Dark Souls one has very varied zones with undead berg, parish, darkroot basin, Analondo, uh, the catacomb. Like it's it's incredibly varied locations, so they stand out more. Whereas Bloodborne seems to get a bit muddled together because it's all very much streets of Victorian esque. Yeah. I feel town.
2: like that's fair. I think it's a little. I can see where you're coming from because I feel like Dark Souls has very distinct areas. It's like. Yes, it's almost a little like here is your lava area. Here is your forest level. Here's Mario design. Whereas Bloodborne is, it has like it does kind of have a forest level and it does kind of have, I guess like a water level and stuff. But it's like they they meld together, like they cross and meld together just perfectly that it feels it feels natural and not like going down to Isolith and stuff. Sometimes it's a little like. I'm now entering the lava level. Here I am. It's all red. Everything's red. Especially with uh, Blight Town when you enter and the, the screen literally changes filter.
1: Uh, see, that Blight. I was going to say, I reckon Isolith is the only one because it's literally there's a crack in a wall and then it's lava on the other side. But everything else, it kind of makes sense because you go down this huge staircase. Okay, now you're in a forest. Uh but I do want to say that undead Berg and undead Parish, you said different areas some of them, no they 're the same it's built well they 're still <laughs> the undead areas and it's houses it's all buildings. The <laughs> um but speaking of Blight
2: town, the poison zone of the game Ooh,
1: I think it goes cool. against the grain i'll I
2: think... just i 'll just make a first note of i'm glad that I could play it without frame drops Continue.
1: yes, that was very good, thank you, remastered. Uh, But I just feel like it goes against the grain of the game because I feel like before then, and even in the depths, it's like you can be put in a brand new situation and kind of figure out how to do it the first time around. But Blighttown doesn't give you that. It just kills you unless you... No, already like you can't go into blight town and go all right let's see how this goes uh, okay i'm poisoned and now i'm dead like sure maybe you've gone to um darkroot forest or whatever and gotten heaps of antidotes but still when you first go down there it's gonna take you off guard i don't think anyone's blind playthrough of blight town ended in <laughs> like ended in survival I don't think a single person because it would be one thing if it's like all the enemies were hostile but the map is also very hostile like if you go through the depths way it's just enemies uh, and then if you go through the back door entrance through valley of drakes it good, good luck it's just, it's just janky like, unless you know exactly, architecture yeah unless you know exactly where to go good luck like you're not going to like uh adrian wasn't able to play with me at the time and he just said like go here and that's all the information i got which was helpful because i got to skip the depths but after that i was like where am i going now i have no clue yeah uh and i like oh these dogs can breathe fire (laughs) now you're poisoned (laughs) and on fire and you're you're welcome (laughs) uh
0: and then you fell
2: off light town Town is a solid brick wall for like a lot of people like when you're First playthroughs, it's it. There's a brick wall like Taurus Demon, Capra Demon, uh, Blight Town, and then like Ornstein and Smoke can be a big stopping point mm-hmm. for people. Blight Town is brutal, and it's it is kind of I don't know if it goes against the grain, but it definitely is a step down from other the development of other areas because a lot of the time in this game, when you need something, the game will give it to you just before. Like perfect example is gold pine resin. I think you could get it before you fight Taurus demon. The Taurus demon is weak to lightning. If you use the gold pine resin, he is a breeze. Yeah, and that that there's a, there's many more examples of that throughout the game. And this game would this zone would be fine if maybe in the depths you got a lot of poison resistance. But it's it that's not where it is. It's in the the basin, and you won't necessarily have gone to the the, the dark Rude basin first. So you might not have like. 20 poison yeah, I, I
1: actually didn't go to the darkroot basin beforehand so I had no antidotes it wasn't until maybe the point of Blight town is for, you, for the developers to go no seriously stop caring about your souls or your humanity use them when you need to you know uh because you're just gonna die again and again like when I first started playing I was explaining to my partner like dark Soul everybody thinks dark souls is hard because it kills you a lot and that's not the punishment the punishment is when you die the second time before yeah. you get to yeah well your that's source. what i've said
2: to you like i've always liked thinking it was like every other game dying is the is the bad part but in this like you don't lose anything when you die you use, you lose things when you don't learn from your mistakes and then so if you like get mad and and rush to the, get your souls back or something, you could very well die so it it's it is kind of counterintuitive but it works well In teaching you the way... You have to, like, reprogram how you think about a playing of this.
1: You want to know another solid piece of advice you've given me regarding Soulsborne? Yeah. Don't level up health. And then I said, why? And then you said, because you're not going to get hit. You don't need to level up your health if you don't get hit.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that that was was my
1: strategy. (laughs) That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Finished Bloodborne. He was completely right. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, cuz I've always like especially with this even. I like at the start I put some points into strength and dex because I needed to wield some weapons. But after that, and I even looked up cuz there are soft caps on on what to max out. It's like okay, at 40 you don't get anything more out of dex really. So I stopped that. I started putting points into endurance so I could have higher like It's a it's min-maxing. It's like it's just mm. like min-maxing in in Dungeons and Dragons or any other game. Um and even if you're not Especially, like it's it's vital to learn to dodge through attacks and stuff. So, because it comes again, it comes down to like you got to be a little bit aggressive. You got to be a little bit um, cheeky. You know, um, playing with a shield and sword is fine, but you only have so much stamina that absorbs the shield attack before you get guard broken. Um, so, and you only have so much health. Whereas you can dodge forever as long as you have like the right skills um
1: and the right armor yes um i actually realized something because we were talking about monster hunter and me playing before and i was so i've been playing with joy cons playing with joy cons on this sucks because the left joy con like it doesn't disconnect but it like loses i have a
2: story uh so much so sorry sorry, (laughs) let me interrupt with this (laughs) it pissed me off so much i was getting through sen's fortress right and that's that's like your the 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 area is your enemy in that's in that place, yep. and not necessarily the the actual um, enemies enemies yeah the, the villains so to speak. Um, I was running, I like made it to the top right before the first bonfire where you got to like run on a really long thin piece past four, um, four swinging axe things. But there's also someone throwing lightning at you, and there's one earlier than that that you can do, but. There's nothing stopping you through, and you can time it pretty well because it's right in front of you. But this one's really far away, and I don't know the timing. So I think I was like out of health. I was like spent a while getting through sends, like already fallen off a couple of times. Um and I very rarely get that angry at this or annoyed at this game anymore. Like I've lost like hundreds of thousands of souls in even in just this playthrough. And I was like, well, that's just the game. I sucked. Um, but this, I was like, oh, I'm real, I just want to get to this bonfire because I hate, I hate doing this. And I was like sprinting across. I made it past the um the swinging things, and I was like sick. Just got to run up the staircase, go through the fog gate, and then drop down. I'll be able to figure that out and get to the bonfire. And then as I was running up the stairs, my Joy-Con disconnected, and I just ran to- off the side of the stairs <laughs> down. <laughs> And I was like, Fill! no, no, <laughs> and I, I, was like, oh, I was very annoyed. That's the only time I got really annoyed in this game.
0: Before we wrap up, yes, can I just uh, write a letter to Miyazaki, who directed this game? I believe it's like Hitataka Miyazaki. Hmm. Um. Dear Miyazaki, uh, I I see you learnt, but if you ever think of doing it again remember this do not let your game world architects get hands on level design before the team who actually designs the level do <laughs> because <laughs> why you put why are you putting items in places that you can barely jump to why why are oh. we walking along <laughs> the like, the pillars in Adelon. Who, d- who decided this? Sincerely, Michael Ross.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm... Like, there's enough room for you, and that's it. There's no... Oh, it's the worst. Especially I with
2: was the, the archway in Anilondra, I'm pretty sure if you're not perf... Like, there's a little bit of leeway, but if if you can just simply slip off the side.
0: Yeah. Sliding? Can't make jumps because of, like, oh, there's an invisible wall just there, but not here. Oh. So I jump there. I don't, it's it's beautiful in its design, and it's it's kind of funny and inventive in a world to be like, oh, you're this little person in a world built for gods, so you can't get around the way they do. Uh, it's also not well thought out because I need to be able to physically play the game.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a difference between... And I've becoming a long a lot across this more a lot lately is like realism versus gameplay because you're playing a game
1: that's that's what it's like it's like they don't realize it's a game couldn't this just be a little accommodating just a little bit please like i feel like they have not thought about the and you can tell that they've begun to think about people cuz dark souls 3 and bloodborne is a little bit more accommodating that's my big gripe with the remaster is that they should have Put in the new engine. I really, I think this engine.
2: There should have been a remake instead of a remaster. Yeah,
1: it's an extremely outdated engine. I'm very sorry. And this is someone who's like I've gotten to SIF. Uh, I'm pretty like confident that I'm at least good enough to say that it's outdated now. And
2: I, you know, as a I was, I'm going to say veteran at this point of the game. I agree. I would love a remake of this game with like the Bloodborne or three Dark Souls three engine. Oh, like just the same world and the same story, but get rid of some of the bullshit, like bed of chaos. Mm. Uh, Not and that I know what beautiful. that is, but yes, I agree. Uh, I was, but I realized
1: earlier you were making fun of me about Monster Hunter, and but even you know, no fun, I
2: made no fun. Well,
1: earlier than that, off the podcast last night when you were at my house, I was telling you what controls I was using because I changed it all because I didn't disgusting. like the way the joy you cons were.
2: Disgusting. were. It's Monster Hunter controls. I know, but that's bad. It, you've nah, played Bloodborne. You know what it's like to have yeah, attacks blood... on the triggers.
1: I don't, I don't know what that is. It's so crazy. I'm just like, because it's not a PlayStation controller, my brain just couldn't do. And I don't have a pro controller because they're too expensive. And the Joy-Cons were like, you should use me as if you're playing Monster Hunter on the 3DS. So you made X and Y, your heavy yeah. and light. Yep. It works. I think it really works. The only problem sure is I'm like, okay. I've got and I've got L to use my um item, like Monster Hunter. But the only problem is using R two as uh, my dual handed doesn't doesn't exactly make a lot of sense, but I had it to works. I had to allocate it somewhere.
2: Uh I will say it as we as we come to a close. Uh I have I had a grab with the with the control like the default layout. I had to swap a and B because yes. probably because of Bloodborne, like dashing on the wrong button felt weird and all that kind of stuff. So I no, fixed you that. Know, you know what
1: it is? It's because it's on this we're playing on the Switch where B is go back. Yes. But for some reason, in this, they've obviously where X is, they go, that's continue.
2: Yeah, but you can't change that in the controls.
1: Yeah, And you cannot change that. And that is the worst thing. If they only I would accept just to patch that over a remake, to be honest. A remake is too much effort. You can patch this so that you can make A, accept, and B, decline.
2: Okay, so with all of this said, guys, we, like, we could keep talking for ages. I I said last week I could talk us an hour. I'm not even joking. Uh, is this a game for a busy gamer? That's what we come here to ask.
1: You're definitely right. We could talk about this for ages. I'm looking at all the bosses and places. I want to say yes, but I feel like it takes so long and there's so many bosses and there's so many places that I feel like no, because it takes, it'll take you so long.
0: It is a game for a busy gamer if you have played it when you weren't busy. So think about when we first played it. We were teenagers or uni students without a care in the world. That was the time for this game. And now it has allowed me as a busy gamer to pick it up and do my carefree running around. It's all hunky-dory. If this is first time, if you're interested in picking up Dark Souls and you are a busy gamer, do not, do not pick it up. Uh, I'm going to go p- play Red Dead Redemption 2. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
2: think, and I have some good reasoning behind this, that this is a game for a busy gamer. Because this game obviously requires you to know things that aren't easily told in the story. Like you need to kill Sif to get the crest of Artorias or the ring or whatever it's called. So you can go and kill the four kings. That kind of stuff you can look up while you're not playing. You can be like, hey, let me look up some builds. Let me look up uh, where I need to go next.
1: There you go. That's. I think you've per- described the perfect amount of busy you can be to play this game. You need to have... The time to play the game, but you also need to have time to kind of like look it up. If you don't have that time to look it up, like if that is in your game time, then this is not a game for you. But if you do have that, then yes, there you go.
2: Well, I was I, I was going for more like, while you're not around to play it and you've got, you know, maybe you're on the bus to work or maybe you're on the train to uni. Maybe you are got yeah. half an hour to kill at lunch, quickly look up what you got to do next. And then you go home and you do it and you smash it.
1: That's what I'm saying. If you're the kind of person, but if you, if you are the one who drives and then you drive to work and then it's a very strict work, you drive home, you have a kid like, and your time to play is that time that you have to play. Then I don't think, I don't think you could make it work. I don't think your relationship with dark souls would work <laughs> in that situation. But if you are the kind of person as Adrian describing a hundred percent, yes, get it on the switch. It is so good to be able to play uh, in bed uh, on the go, on the bus i haven't been on a bus while playing or in years but i'm sure you can do that
2: (laughs) i think they'll allow it
1: uh yes i vote switch especially if you don't have the sound on (laughs) because apparently the sound is worse than a year 10 project according
2: to reports the sounds fine the sounds all sound like the original sounds I never heard um, um, it better
0: if you wear headphones? Is it a speaker I, problem I specifically? It's, it's
1: something that was reported on like Reddit. Is the sounds in Dark Souls on the Switch are broken? Um, but otherwise it's really good. You just got to get used to those stupid controls. And yeah, you need that time. You need that time to watch Vardy video. You need to have that time <laughs> if you want play that to cry don't play Don't play
0: Dark Souls. Just watch Vardy.
1: Yeah, you could do that. That, no. that is what I did when Dark Souls came out in the first place. I was like, this is too hard. Adrian's playing Dark Souls too. I'll watch Friday video.
0: And there we have it. Just watch Friday
2: <laughs> The one true uh, opinion on Dark Souls. Dark Souls is the Dark Souls of Dark Souls.
1: I couldn't have said it any better myself. Uh, thank you for listening. I have been
2: Matthew. I've been Adrian. I've been Michael. Back now. to Laudron. Time to continue your your journey, Matthew. Being able to teleport is so good. I know, right? Oh my lord. Too bad it's locked behind Ornstein and Smith.
1: oh it took so long. I reckon if they introduced it when you got to Analondo, it would be
0: better. Make sure also, you kill Smo first.
2: Also, here we go. People fight over whether it's pronounced Smo or Smao or, or, or whatever. Smoth. <laughs> yes, no, legit, I think it's Smoff. Because.
0: Ornstein and Smoff.
2: Yeah, because. It's uh, actually Ornstein. Hawk, Hawkeye <laughs> Go is actually pronounced Goff. Because I heard him say his own name today. I was like, oh, he says Goff. Same O U H at the end smof. of Smo, so it's Smoff.
0: So is it Orn- Ornstein and Smoff? Yeah. That's that sounds like Ornstein. a
2: terrible comedy duo from Germany. Yeah. <laughs>